let's go ahead and, and we'll get the belts set up so that they're ready to go. So make sure that your belt has a loop in it. And if it does not have a loop, you can create a loop by sending the tail end through the D-rings in one direction. And then as you go the other direction, you flip it over and you go, whoop, and you split the D-rings. You go over the first one and under the second one. And then just hold the loop part up to the front of your chest, like measure just from the round part of one shoulder to the round part of the other shoulder. So I think yours is a little narrow, just a touch. Yours is too big. <laughs> so it should be about shoulder distance width. And then here's one more test that you can do. You can put your belt around your wrists. And if you stretch your arms straight out in front of you and push your wrists into your belt, your, uh, your arms should look parallel. If your hands are closer than your shoulders, the belt is too small. If your hands are wider than your shoulders, your belt is too big. And then you can just set that to the side for a moment. And then you can open your books to page 16. <clears throat> and we'll look at the um, we'll look at the one right before the chapter break there. It's Yoga Sutras chapter 2 number 46. So right in the middle of the page there.
Some of you, well, especially my weekday people, I feel like probably know that I love to garden and I love to be in my garden. <laughs> and <laughs> some of you might have heard me talk about the fact that when I first moved in up, up on the hill here, uh, when I first moved in, the entire front yard was um, all covered in cement and the whole backyard was all covered in um, wood, wood decking, right? So being that I love to garden, I wanted to get underneath all that stuff so that I could have more garden space. And so I had this, I had this plan to tear up some of the, some of the wood deck so, so that I could open up some garden and have more, and have like my beautiful dream garden, right? So all, all winter, I was like planning, planning, planning my garden. I mean, I literally with like a sketch pad and, you know, drawing out like where I was gonna cut, what, what parts of the wood I was gonna cut out and where I was gonna build like some garden walls and where I was gonna put some stepping stones. And I, I even, I had even like placed every last like plant that I wanted to plant. I mean, so specific, right? <laughs> and as with the best, plans, <laughs> as with all good plans. <laughs> um, once we ripped up the decking material, we of course discovered that there's like, you know, there's like hills over here and there's valleys over here and there's a bunch of uh, broken up uh, like concrete. There's a big pile of concrete, which I guess maybe that's why there was a deck in the first place was to cover the junk. <laughs> so that people, whoever was before me didn't have to deal with it. And so now, so now that I have seen what I'm actually working with, I of course had to take my original perfect plan and throw it out. And I've also had to like learn now how, how I'm going to deal with this concrete, right? Had to go borrow a sledgehammer and had to go figure out how, it, how and where I'm going to dispose of it and this and that and the other thing. Um, so I've had to like learn a whole new set of <laughs> skills and, and, and how to use a whole new set of tools just to get rid of this concrete, right? And now I haven't gotten the concrete up yet, but there may very well be something under the concrete that I don't know about. I mean, who knows, right? It's just layer, <laughs> layer and layer. <clears throat> but there's kind, of a nice, there's kind of a nice metaphor here to spiritual practice, right? So. A lot of us come to a yoga class or come to meditation or decide to take up uh, practice because we're like, I know I was like, oh, I'll learn how to meditate so I can have inner peace, right? <laughs> and it doesn't quite work like that. Like it might, maybe the initial, the start of it might feel good or it might feel exciting to start a new thing, but then inevitably you get past that first layer and you run into an obstacle and you're like, oh, I didn't know that layer was still there, that old hurt or that old anger or that old whatever it is. And then in practice, we have to like find new tools and new techniques and new ways to get around that obstacle that we've discovered. And then whatever, whenever we get rid of that, we have to be ready for whatever the layer underneath is and so on and so forth. And um, and that's sort of the exciting process of it. I mean, um, it's, almost, it's almost in the process of 
breaking through those layers that we learn the most about ourselves, right? Um, so there's that. <laughs> and then the, the, the verse that we sang from um, the Yoga Sutras, you know, the Yoga Sutras is this ancient text, one of the oldest texts sort of compiled about the practice of yoga. And this verse, stira sukham asanam, stira means steady, and sukha means happy or joyful. And asanam, what does asana mean? Seat. Yeah, oh good, okay. So this is like the advanced level class. <laughs> so usually, usually in the, you know, usually in yoga classes we translate asana as posture or pose, right? Triangle, trikonasana, triangle pose, virabhadrasana, uh, warrior pose, right? But the, the actual deeper meaning of the word asana, it means seat, but it means like literally our connection to the earth, our physical connection to the earth. And that through that physical connection to the earth, that, that represents our connection to all other, all other beings and all other life that, that we share this planet with. And so um, the connection to the earth, the asana, right, should be steady and joyful. Our connection to the earth and our connection to one another should be steady and joyful is the deeper meaning of asana. And it's worth, it's worth notice, noticing that um, in the Yoga Sutras, which is about, oh, four chapters at 50-ish verses each, so it's a couple hundred short um, lines about yoga practice, asana, or, you know, seat, the seat, is only mentioned in a couple of verses. It's not like, it's not like it describes how to do headstand or how to do twists or how to do any posture in particular. In fact, it only, it only mentions it in relationship to something about the seat being steady and joyful. So it's very interesting. Anyway, onward. <laughs> Let's come into downward facing dog. Adhamukashvanasana. <clears throat> We'll start ujjayi breathing, which means victorious breathing. So start to, first of all, deepen the breath in both directions. Slightly deeper inhales, slightly deeper exhales. And then once the breath is about as deep as you can make it this morning, then start to add a little bit of sound to the breath. So slight whispery sound at the back of the throat almost like an ocean wave or oceanic sound. Good. And then we want to keep that sound resonating through the whole practice if possible. In fact, the sound will be a very, very valuable indicator as to what's happening with the practice. If the breath gets too forced or there's sort of grunting or growling or holding, then we know we're working way too hard, right? And then if we lose the breath entirely, maybe we uh, have lost our focus or we're distracted. So the breath is a very good um, sort of gauge of where we are in our practice, yeah? Soften the knees, start to walk the feet forward towards 
the hands and fold forward over the legs. Good. So from the focus of the month this month, this very charming, uh, wonderful line here, the word humility is derived from the Latin humilis, which is translated as grounded or from the earth. Humility from the earth. And asana, our connection to the earth. So something about these two practices relates to each other. Okay, widen the feet now. Bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest, sitting up tall in the spine. Good, breathing in, breathing out. Breathe in, breathe out. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Good, bring the hands down to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. <clears throat> Heel toe the feet all the way together. Tuck the chin into the chest. Slowly roll all the way up to standing one vertebra at a time. Good. Walk forward on the mat. Bring the legs and the feet all the way together. Arms alongside the body. Exhale a full breath out. Inhaling, reach the arms overhead. Palms pressed together. Look up. Exhale, fold forward. Hands to the floor beside the feet. Inhale, lift the head and the chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step the feet up to the hands. And exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Palms pressed together. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, reach up, hands press. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the earth. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step the feet up to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, hands touch. Exhale, release the arms. One more. Inhale, reach up, palms of the hands pressing together. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. 
Exhale, three. <clears throat> Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the earth, fold forward. Uttanasana. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down, lift all the way up to warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back and lower Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, left foot forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, lower Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Again, both sides. Inhale, right foot steps forward, warrior one. Reach all the way up. Exhale, hands down, step back and lower Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward, Virabhadrasana one. Reach up. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back and lower Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hop or step the feet up to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Good, inhale, hook your thumbs, reach your arms up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind the back, lace the hands together, extend the arms and legs. Inhale, hands to the floor, right foot steps back to lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet. Then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Exhale, left foot follows the right, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, bend knees, take arms behind, lace the hands together, extend the legs. Inhale, hands to the floor, left foot steps back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank pose. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck toes, seat all the way back to the feet, then extend the legs, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Exhale, right foot follows the left, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. 
exhale, stand upright and release the arms. Good, so just lift up the toes of the right foot, all five toes on the right foot. Lift up your toes, that's it. And I want you to feel, see if you can feel a difference between the right and left foot. Does the sole of the right foot feel different than the sole of the left foot right now? Yes, maybe, sometimes, okay. Spread your toes out. Spread your toes really wide, your right toes. Spread your right toes as wide as you can. Try to stretch the big toe away from the pinky toe and all the toes in between. Watch using your hands to try to help you. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so relax your arms for now. Spread your toes wide, look down for a second. See if you can make a little sliver of space between each and every one of the toes. Maybe you can even see a little bit of purple yoga mat between each of your toes. Oh yeah, okay. Good, and then set your toes down. Lift the left toes up, all five toes of the left foot. So you can feel the difference between the two feet. The left foot, you can feel the heel pressing down harder, the ball of the foot pressing down harder. Even maybe you feel the inner arch of the foot lifting up higher away from the earth, yes? Spread your toes out. Spread your toes really wide. Yep, spread your toes so wide, move your big toe away from your little toe. <laughs> Get them out of those point shoes, huh? <laughs> Good, stretch your toes, look down, see if you can make a little sliver of space between each and every toe. Oop, maybe the two toes are, two feet are a little bit different in that regard, that's okay. And then set your toes down. Wow, lift the right toes up again, five right toes. <clears throat> this class is called toga, okay? <laughs> so lift all five of the right toes up. Now, I want you just to feel the difference between the right leg and the left leg now. Do you feel like the right leg has a little bit more energy to it? So you can feel maybe parts of the lower leg and parts of the upper leg like firming up just because we lifted the toes up. See if you can keep some of that energy of the right leg as you relax the toes down. Can you keep some of that energy? Yeah? <laughs> not in like a stiff way, okay? Not, not in like a hardcore way, but just in like an energized way. Like, wow, this is the most alive and awake my right leg has felt, at least so far today, right? Okay, lift the left toes up. Left toes up, all five left toes. Feel, feel the energy coming into the left leg. It's almost like it's almost like just by lifting the toes up, you sort of energize the rest of the leg upward, right? You can feel the flesh of the upper leg moving up towards the center of the body, maybe even the lower leg, the kneecap moving up, even the inner arch of the foot lifting up. See if you can keep some of that as you relax the toes down. Wow, amazing. You know, most of us spend a lot of our days like walking around as if we exist from the chin up and we forget about the rest of our wonderful, ma magical, sometimes painful existence, but you know, nonetheless, so much, uh, so much experience to have. So now lift up all 10 toes, all 10 toes. Spread the toes, reach the big toes towards each other and the pinky toes away from each other. Energize the legs, feel, all the, feel every cell, tissue, muscle of the legs energizing. And then see if you can keep some of that wonderful leg energy as you place the toes down. Okay, take one of your blocks and put your block skinny side between your upper legs. 
Yeah, and maybe the feet aren't all the way together in this case. It might be that the feet are a little bit separate for now. That's fine. And then what I want you to do is I want you to squeeze your block with your legs, but instead of just squeezing it, just simply squeezing it, I want you to squeeze it in such a way that if you, if you imagined the inseams of your pants were the direction of the energy you wanted to draw the block, imagine you want to draw the block up and in towards the center of your body, but don't because we need them for the next class, okay? So if you were able to draw that block up and in, can you feel all that leg energy, all that lovely alive leg energy yes someone say yes <laughs> okay and and can you feel so there's a space between the pubic bone and the tailbone underneath the pelvic floor muscles can you feel those lifting up as you try to draw your block up towards the center of your body and then there's a space below your belly button that lower part of the abdominals uh, can you feel that part lifting in and up slightly yeah, wow, so much energy, right? Just to squeeze a block. Okay, take your block out. <laughs> Put your block to the side. Bring your legs and your feet all the way together. And see if even without the block, so imagine the block is still there, some sort of invisible, uh, you know, dimensionless block, but imagine it's still there. And imagine you're trying to draw that block up towards the center of your body. So feel the energy of the legs, feel the energy of the pelvic floor lifting up, even the lower part of the abdomen lifting up, yes? We feel it? Someone say yes. Okay, great. Excellent. Now, take your block and just put it like on the flattest setting. On the flattest setting on your mat. On your mat, yep. And we're gonna start by taking our left foot onto our block with the inner edge of the left foot all the way at the edge of your block. Yeah, we're waking up the legs and the feet. So the legs and the feet uh, you know, represent our connection to the earth, represent the asana of standing poses, right? So we're waking up the legs and the feet so we can really feel everything happening, yeah? Push the left foot down and lift the right foot to meet the left foot, almost as if you're standing in tadasana but with half the floor taken out, yeah? Okay, place your foot back down. I want you to get into this idea that by pushing down through the left foot, you're able to lift the right foot next to it, right? So there's this idea of pushing down to rise up. That's gonna come up again and again throughout the asana practice. So again, press the left foot down, lift the right foot to meet it, and then release down and now, Push the left foot down, lift the right foot up, but then lift the right foot way higher than the left foot. Even hike this hip high up in the air. Imagine you wanted to push your left hip towards the center of your body, so it's right underneath you. Can you feel the sides of your hip working? Yeah, ooh yeah, great. And put that down and do that three more times. I mean, no, sorry, two more times for a total of three, my bad. Ooh, can't count this morning. Okay, push down, lift up, lift up, lift up. And release down, good. Last time. Good, and then switch your feet. So now the right foot steps onto the block. Put the edge of the right foot right uh, next to the edge of the block. And then just three times, just bring your left foot up to meet your right foot. So it's like having a, um, like you're standing on a floor. Yep, good. And then do that two more times on your own. Feet to meet. Good. Connecting to this idea of pressing down into the earth to lift up. 
could. And then we'll do it three times, wherein we want to lift the left leg even higher than the right leg. And imagine you want to push the right hip, the right hip all the way under the center of the body. Yep, do that two more times. Good, feel how sturdy and strong your uh, um, left leg can be. Good, amazing. And then go ahead and move your block away. Okay, bring the legs and the feet together. Bend the uh, left knee into the chest. Open up the left knee out to the side, left sole of the foot to the right inner leg. Now, um, be like lazy in your standing hip. So just let it kind of swing out to the side. Yeah, and now do that same thing we did on the block. Push your foot down, push your right hip underneath. So much underneath that it's almost like you're trying to center your leg under the weight of your body and bring your hands together at the center of the chest. Vrikshasana or tree pose. Actually another, um, there's many words for tree in Sanskrit. And the, another word for tree is, um, I hope I get this right, it's padapa, which, which means something like, like drinking from the foot. So imagine the standing leg is like the root of the tree and you're drinking all that energy all the way up the foot of your tree to the crown of your head. Okay, release. <laughs> Let's go other side. So do, do lazy left hip first. Yep. And now by pushing down into the floor, by pushing the left foot hard down into the floor, try to almost push the left hip more towards the center, more underneath you. Feel the strength of that left leg for a Frikshasana tree pose. And then imagine even that you're sort of harvesting energy all the way up that standing leg, just like the tree. Good. And then release, bring the feet together. Good. On the inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the earth, fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, lift the head and the chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, turn the back heel down, lift up, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, extend the right leg, straighten it. And then exhale, reach all the way out to the right for triangle pose. Now, could the legs, in fact, lift up all 10 toes here. Lift up all 10 toes. And can you energize the legs in that same sort of way of almost drawing the energy up the insteps of the feet, all the way up the legs, feel every muscle of the legs and even some you forgot you had. And then just relax the toes down, but keep the legs this kind of energetic. Good. On the inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, bend the right knee, warrior two. Breathe in, breathe out, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Inhale, exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, four. Inhale, exhale, five. Inhale, extend the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm all the way over the left ear. Extended side angle. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Inhale, exhale, three. 
Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale, five, inhale, both hands down to the floor. <clears throat> Sneak the back foot in a little bit closer. As you exhale, start to straighten both legs. Inhale, look forward, and exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, breathe out, one, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, breathe in, breathe out, four, inhale. And exhale, five. Inhale, bend the right knee. Exhale, step all the way back, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward into warrior one. Reach up. Exhale, open arms and hips, warrior two. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, reach all the way out to the left for triangle pose. So again, see if you can lift up all ten toes, all ten toes, and then really sort of pulling all that energy up towards the middle of the body as you press the feet down hard into the floor. Relax the toes down. Good. So that, so that that revitalization of the legs starts to inform each and every one of our standing poses. On the inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, bend the left knee. Virabhadrasana, two. Inhale. Exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, bend a little bit deeper into your warrior two, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, and exhale, five, inhale, extend the left leg, exhale, bend the left knee, take the left hand down outside of the left foot, right arm stretches all the way over the right ear, extended side angle, inhale, exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, both hands to the floor, sneak the back foot in a little bit closer now, start to straighten both legs, inhale, look forward, and exhale, fold forward, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, Exhale, five, inhale, bend the left knee. Exhale, step all the way back, downward facing dog. Good, bend the knees and look forward. Hop or step the feet up to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Turn to face the right hand side of the room and step the feet wide apart. Turn the toes a little bit in towards each other, heels a little bit out. Hands on your waist, inhale, lift up your chest, arch back. Exhale, fold all the way forward over both legs. Reach out, grab hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers of the hands. Inhale a breath, exhale, pull the top of your head down towards the floor, one. Inhale, exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five, inhale, look forward. Slide your hands up to your ankles. As you exhale, bend your right knee, shift your hips to the right. 
Inhale, come back to the center. Exhale, bend the left knee. Inhale, come to the center. Exhale, right side. Inhale to the center. Exhale, left side. Good, keep going. Keep going like that on your own. Breathing. Good. Okay. So make sure you end after the left side so that you're even on both sides. And then on the inhale, look forward, bring your hands onto your waist. Exhale. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, release the arms. Turn the right toes out. Left toes in at a little bit of an angle. Inhale, bring the arms up to shoulder height. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down inside of the right foot. Left arm reaches straight up. Inhale. Exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, lift all the way up to standing, straighten both legs, exhale, release the arms and switch the feet around. Left toes out, right toes in at a little bit of an angle. Inhale, arms up to shoulder height. Exhale, bend the left knee. Take the left hand down inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Good. Bend this more. Long neck. Exhale. There we go. Five. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Straighten both legs. Exhale, release the arms and switch your feet around. Right toes out, left toes in. Inhale, bring the arms up to shoulder height. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down inside of the right foot. Left arm reaches straight up. Now take the left arm all the way around behind the back and either stay like that or bring the right arm underneath the right leg and hold on to the left wrist. Inhale. Look all the way over the left shoulder towards the ceiling. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Now slowly, slowly begin to extend the left leg. Inhale. Try to keep the bind if possible. Exhale. Even if it means not straightening your right leg totally. Inhale. And exhale. Now. Listen carefully, keep your bind, bend your right knee, pivot your right foot parallel to your left foot, and then see if you can heel toe your feet a little bit closer together to about a little wider than hip width distance apart. Now, shifting your weight into your left foot, here's where that pushing down to rise up thing is gonna come in handy. Push down through your left foot like crazy and see if you can come all the way up to standing. If you lose the bind, you could repeat a tree pose or you could just come back down and come into it once again. Good. Try to stretch the standing leg as much as you can and then when you're ready, extend the right leg. Inhale. Exhale. One. Inhale. Exhale. Nice. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Good. Bend both knees now. Release the right foot down onto the floor. We're gonna backtrack slowly. Start to heel toe your feet a little bit wider apart. Turn the right toes out, left toes in a little bit. 
and then bend your right knee. Bring your right hand down to the instep side of your right foot, left arm reaches up. On the inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, release the arms and switch the feet around. Left toes out, right toes in. Inhale, bring the arms up to shoulder height. Exhale, bend the left knee. Place the left hand down inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. Take the right arm behind the back and then take the left arm underneath the left leg and hold on to the right wrist. Inhale, look all the way over the right shoulder to open up the chest and shoulders. Exhale. Inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three. Now slowly, slowly begin to extend the left leg. Inhale, exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three. Now bend the left knee, pivot the left foot parallel to the right foot. Heel toe the feet so that they're just a little wider than your hip width distance apart. Now shift the weight over into the right foot. Press down into the right foot just like we were pressing down into that block earlier in class. Lift all the way up to standing. Good. Push your right foot down so much that you can feel the whole side of the right hip working. Then when your right leg is extended, go ahead and extend the left leg. Inhale. Exhale one. Inhale, chest up, shoulders down. Exhale, two. Inhale, dancing is also optional. Exhale, three. Slowly bend both knees and bring your feet to the floor. Backtrack it slowly. Heel toe your feet wide apart. Turn the left toes out, right toes in a little bit. Bend the left knee. Place the left hand down inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches up. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. And exhale, release the arms. Pivot the feet parallel again. Hands grab your waist. Inhale, lift up your chest, arch back. Exhale, fold all the way forward over both legs. This time you could press the hands flat into the floor between the feet. Inhale, a breath. And exhale, fold forward, top of the head reaching down to the floor. One, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, look forward, lift head and chest, walk the hands a little bit more forward so that your fingertips are in line with the edge of the mat that you're looking at. Hop or step the feet all the way together <clears throat> and line up the heels at the opposite edge of the mat. So fingers at one side, heels at the other. If it's difficult to press the hands all the way down into the floor, it would be wise to grab your blocks and put your blocks under your hands. <clears throat> On the inhale, lift your right leg to the right side. Right foot flexes. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Push both hands down strong. Exhale, three. That's it. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five, release down, feet together. On the inhale, lift the left leg to the left side. Exhale, one, inhale. Exhale, two, so it really does help to press the hands down. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. And exhale, five, release down, feet together. Right hand holds the right big toe yogic toe lock. 
Move the left hand just a couple of inches to the left. It will help. On the inhale, lift the right leg to the right side. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. And exhale, five. Release down. Yes, I do know how hard that is. <laughs> Practice it every day for a long time. Okay, <laughs> left hand holds the left big toe. On the inhale, lift the uh, left leg to the left side. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Release down. Good. Feet together, legs together. Ooh, keep your heels down. Bend your knees a little bit. Reach your arms forward towards the wall we're facing. Clasp the hands together into one fist. Look towards your hands. As long as you can keep your heels down, sit lower. Don't let the heels lift up. Exhale, arms reaching forward to counterbalance. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five, inhale, lift all the way up, reach your knuckles up to the ceiling. Exhale, bend to the left side. Inhale, lift up to the center. Exhale, right side. Inhale, lift center. One more time each side, exhale, left. Inhale, lift up, and exhale, right side. Good, inhale, lift all the way upright, and release the arms. Turn to face the front of the room again. You can move your blocks off to the side if you were using them. Bring the legs and the feet all the way together. Uh, step the left foot back about a foot and a half, maybe two feet. And then reach the left arm up, pre preparing for a rotated triangle. Take the left arm all the way forward and down. And press it into the floor or into a block. Right arm reaches up. Gaze towards the right hand. Breathe in. And breathe out. One. Inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, lift all the way up to standing, exhale, step forward, feet together, step the right foot back, reach the right arm up. As you exhale, take the right arm all the way forward and down. Rotated triangle. Left arm reaches up to the ceiling. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Woo, exhale, step forward, feet together. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the right side. Hook your left elbow outside of your right knee. Breathe in, breathe out, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Inhale, exhale, three. Bend the knees even more deeply. Reach the left hand down for the floor as you reach the right arm up, spreading the arms. Exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Inhale, 
exhale three now stay in your twist step your left foot back standing spinal twist right arm can reach all the way over the right ear exhale one inhale exhale two inhale exhale three inhale exhale four inhale and exhale five stay in your twist inhale step forward feet together stay in your twist exhale press hands together good keep the knees bent inhale reach up to the center utkatasana exhale stand up and release the arms bend the knees reach the arms up utkatasana exhale hands to prayer twist to the left side inhale exhale one inhale exhale two inhale exhale three bend both knees more deeply reach the right hand down as the left arm reaches up to the ceiling exhale one inhale exhale two inhale exhale three stay in your twist step your right foot back standing spinal twist left arm can reach all the way overhead like you're trying to reach towards the windows exhale one inhale exhale two inhale exhale three inhale exhale four inhale and exhale inhale step forward feet together exhale palms of the hands pressing together inhale reach the arms up to the center utkatasana exhale stand up tadasana good uh, come into a hands and knees position <clears throat> Some of you have done a little bit of this work with me before, but bear with me. So from your hands and your knees, just lift up the palm of your hand, the heel of your hand. So your four fingers are going to stay down, and the four knuckles that join your fingers to your hand are going to stay down. Leave your thumb out of the picture, so don't involve your thumb. It'll get stressed out, so just let it relax for a second. Now slowly release both of the palms of your hands down to the floor at exactly the same time. Good, lift both wrists up, and then slowly and simultaneously with control release both hands down. Don't just let them drop down into the floor. Keep going, slowly release them down with control. Don't just like drop them to the floor. Good. And then pay special attention that you're simultaneously lifting and lowering the hands. So most of us, you know, have a stronger dominant side and that side wants to take over and do more of the work, but don't let it be fair. Okay, so the next time you lift up, stay there. Lower the hands just halfway down. So you have about two centimeters between your hand and the floor. Like maybe two, someone could slide two fingers underneath the palm of your hand. Shift your shoulders all the way forward of your fingertips. Oh my God. <laughs> and then shift your weight back. Now, just lower the palms of the hands halfway again so that there's maybe one centimeter, one fingers with distance. Like if I came around, I could fit a finger easily between the palm of the hand and the floor. Shift your shoulders all the way forward over your fingertips and hold. Tell your face it's gonna be okay. 
and shift back. Now, listen carefully. I want you just to barely touch the skin of the palm of the hand onto the yoga mat so that you could feel the texture and the temperature of the yoga mat, but no weight there, right? And then shift your weight one last time forward over your fingertips. No weight, just palm of the hand, skin of the palm of the hand touching. Oh my God. And shift your hands <laughs> back. Okay, take a rest. I know, that's way harder than it should be. Okay, so a lot of us, maybe even, maybe even not consciously so, a lot of us tend to put more weight back in the wrists than is appropriate for wrists, okay? So what I'm trying to get us to wake up is this, is this feeling of shifting the weight forward into the fingers and into the knuckles that join the fingers in the hands so that we're not relying on the super delicate, lovely little wrists to hold us up, okay? Does that make sense? Okay, so let's do this. Um, take the front edge of your mat and take like the first two inches of the front of your mat and roll it under. And then maybe roll it under once again, depending on how thick your mat is. If you have a thicker mat, one roll would probably do. If you have a thinner mat, two rolls will probably do. And then I want you to put your hand on your yoga mat just so that the last little millimeter of the heel of the hand is on the mat, but then all the fingers and all the knuckles can press down into the sustainable bamboo flooring. Yeah, so notice how, okay, so I want your hand almost all the way off. Yeah, even more, even more, even more. So now, listen, you could, you could forget everything we just learned and just dump your wrists into your yoga mat like a pillow. Or, <laughs> or you could use the little rolled up mat as a reminder to kind of levitate out of the wrists and let the weight pour more forward into the fingers and the knuckles. Which one do you think we want? B, option B. So try to levitate the wrists just a little up so you can almost feel the mat squish up into your hands and then tuck your toes under and press back into a downward facing dog. Ooh, that's way harder. Now see if again you could sort of move the wrists up and out away from the floor almost like you're Almost like your hands are suction cups and you're trying to draw all of that lovely earth energy all the way up the arms towards the center of the body. Am I still making sense? I haven't gotten too spooky yoga teacher on you? Okay, let's try this. Come forward into a plank pose. Woo, and try to keep those knuckles pressing down into the floor. And then bend your elbows, chaturanga. Oh my God. Upward facing dog, by far I think the hardest one to keep the knuckles down, but keep trying. And downward facing dog. <laughs> Yoga just got so much harder. <laughs> Try one more time, come forward into plank pose. Keep your knuckles down, no matter what else happens in your chaturanga. Chaturanga, go ahead. Upward facing dog, try to keep those knuckles down. Downward facing dog. Good, bring your knees onto the floor and then unroll your mat. And you're gonna remember that every time, every time you move through your chaturanga and up dog, right? Right? Yeah. Someone say yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so grab your belt. You can stand up for a moment. <clears throat> grab your belt. Put your belt around your wrists. 
and stick your arms straight out in front of you. Push your wrist hard into your belt. As you push your wrist hard into your belt, do you feel the muscles of the arms waking up and getting stronger and getting firmer? And do you even feel maybe some of the muscles of the shoulders and the upper back and the chest starting to activate as well, yes? Okay, keep pushing your wrists into your belt hard, but slowly start to take your arms up overhead. Keep pushing your wrists into your belt like you want to straighten your elbows even more than you ever thought you could before. Straight elbows, straight elbows. And watch, be careful, you might, if you're a little asymmetrical, try to, yeah, there you go, good. Okay, reach the arms forward and reach the arms down and just keep the arms there for a second. Keep your belt. So as we raise the arms up overhead, this is more about uh, activating the muscles that will help you straighten your elbows than anything else. So we're trying to activate all of those nice, lovely muscles that help us straighten our arms, okay? So reach the arms forward. Push your wrist hard into that belt, twice as hard now than you did the first time. And then slowly start to reach your arms up overhead. Keep pressing your wrists into the belt, into the belt, strong. Keep pressing, keep pushing. And then try to shrug your shoulders just a little down. They can't go all the way down, but keep your elbows straight and then just let your ears have some space. Okay, good. And then reach the arms forward and down. Put your belt to the side. Remember that feeling and come into a downward facing dog. I know, why is that thing so hard? That's like the hardest thing to do. <laughs> Okay, come into downward facing dog. Now, even though you're not literally moving your wrists apart, I want you to straighten your arms and activate those arm muscles that are helping us keep the elbows nice and straight, yes? Now, walk your feet in a little closer. Do not bend the elbows. Keep your elbows super, super straight. Lift your left leg up into the air. When you did that, did your elbows bend? Oops. <laughs> so notice that, straighten the arms and then take a little hop with the right foot. And notice if the elbow's bent. Ah, and what I want you to concentrate on for the next four hops is keeping your elbows super, super straight. This isn't even about coming into a handstand, it's about keeping your elbows as straight as you can. Yeah. So if the elbows bend, take a smaller hop. Let's go for precision on this one, not, um, you know, final outcome. Okay, so pause for a moment. Yes. So, um, what, what sometimes happens, you know, even, um, even if we've been practicing for a long time, what sometimes happens is we go to lift up, we go to lift up and it's like, boink. Right? We let the elbows bend. Well, that is twice as much work because in order, to, in order to straighten the elbows out again, I have to use all my muscle strength again. So it's actually a more efficient use of our body's energy and of, of our bones and muscles and tissues if we can just keep the arms straight in the first place instead of having to double our work, right? So on the second side, I want you to just focus on that one aspect. Focus on not letting the elbows give as we, as we make hops, yeah? So come into downward facing dog. Super, super straight elbows. Walk your feet in a little bit closer. Lift the right leg up. Notice if the elbows wanted to bend and then straighten them. Straighten them so much and then take a little hop. But again, keep the elbows nice and straight no matter what. 
So if you need to make smaller hops, do it so that we can focus on the issue of the elbows now. Good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good save. Okay, take a little rest. So the, the Sanskrit name for handstand is Adhomukha Vrikshasana, which means upward facing tree pose, right? We worked on tree, Vrikshasana, and now we're working on upside down tree. So guess what? The, the arms now become the support for the upside down tree rather than the legs. So it's that same sort of feeling of pressing down into the floor in order to make the arms super strong. Yeah? Okay. Uh, stand up for a moment. And just uh, quickly, without a lot of uh, extra uh, negotiating, just get into partner groups and face your partner. <laughs> and stare at your partner deeply in the eyes. No. <laughs> so awkward. Okay. <laughs> Reach your arms up. <laughs> Reach your arms up. Make your arms as straight and as parallel as you can make them. So just like when we had our belt around the wrist. So I want you to be looking at your partner's arms. So parallel arms, straight arms, super, super straight arms. Now, everybody do the following action, but watch what happens to your partner's arms. Shrug your shoulders down your back. Pull your shoulders down your back. Do that again. So straight arms, straight arms, parallel arms, and then shrug your shoulders down your back. What happened to your partner's arms? What happened? The elbows bend, and what else? The, yeah, the arms got a little wider, and the elbows bent. Okay, so do that one more time, just in case you didn't see it before. Just in case you didn't see it in your partner before. Pull your shoulders down your back. Yeah, okay. Release your arms for a moment. Oh. <laughs> so, so listen. So when we, when we raise our arms up, our shoulder blades go up with our arms. That's how shoulder blades work, <laughs> okay? So this business of, there's the instruction we sometimes hear, and I've, I'm sometimes guilty of giving it too, is pull your shoulders down, right? But if we overdo that, like yes, we don't want the shoulders all the way up by the ears. But we also don't want to pull them down so much that we're distorting the arms. Because look, it is possible to do a handstand with wide arms and bent elbows, but it is so hard. I mean, ridiculous. So in order to have nice straight arms and parallel arms, there does need to be a little bit of shoulder elevation happening. In fact, come into downward facing dog, I'll prove it. <laughs> So even in your downward facing dog, make nice straight parallel arms, just like when we were practicing with the uh, belt around our wrists. Now, shrug your shoulders all the way up by your ears, all the way up by your ears. Get your, get your shoulder blades to touch your ears. So clearly that's not what we're after, right? That's kind of extreme. But now do that instruction of pull the shoulder blades down the back. Ooh, that also doesn't feel quite right, right? 
So now find those nice parallel straight arms where you're pushing the hands down into the floor, straight elbows. There is a little bit of shoulder elevation and you know what, it feels, something about it feels right, you know? Okay, <laughs> it just feels so right. Okay, <laughs> bring your knees to the floor. <laughs> Take the shortage of your mat to the wall. Quickly, we only have a couple more minutes to work on this project, on this wonderful Adhumukha uh, Rikshasana project. Okay, so let's go ahead and utilize the wall for our handstand so you can come into a downward facing dog. Facing the wall, fingertips a few inches away from the wall. Walk your feet in a little bit closer. So concentrate on extending your elbows here. Then lift the left leg up. Take a hop with the right leg. And if you make it to the wall, fine. If not, hop again. And then keep practicing hopping until you can find the wall. And then if you are up at the wall, just humor me for one moment and shrug your shoulders all the way up by your ears. Go ahead, lift up. Yes! Shrug your shoulders all the way up by your ears. Shoulder earrings. And then draw your shoulder blades down your back. Ew. That's horrible. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, you can take a rest. But it's not that, you know, it's not that either instruction is correct or, or incorrect. It's that we yoga teachers are stuck saying the instruction that is meaningful in the moment to as many people as possible. And so that kind of puts us in a tricky situation, right? It's not, it's not that when you hear that, the teacher giving the instruction doesn't understand or they're wrong. It just means, you know, we're all stuck giving the best instruction in any given moment. Okay, one more handstand practice, go for it. Last one for today, so give it, make the most of it. Yes, kick through that wall, kick right through it, yes! That was it, that last one, you were one centimeter away from the wall. Do that again. Good, so push the hands down into the floor in such a way that you can lift up. Wonderful, okay, come on down. Good, and then uh, spin yourselves around and come into a downward facing dog facing the middle of the room. Good, on the inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower chaturanga, knuckles. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, release your forehead down onto the floor. Good, arms alongside the body. On the inhale, lift head, chest, and legs up, Shalabhasana. Exhale, one, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, release down. Bend your knees, reach back, hold onto your ankles. 
On the inhale, lift up head, chest, and knees. Dhanurasana, exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Inhale, exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, four. Inhale, exhale, five. Release down. Good, bend the knees again. Reach back, hold onto the ankles. On the inhale, lift up, head, chest, and knees. Exhale, one, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five, slowly release down. Go ahead and roll all the way over onto the back. Bring the feet flat onto the floor. Lift the hips up. Lace the hands behind the back into a fist. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale, five, good, separate the hands, release the back down. Place the hands on the floor beside the ears, preparing for Urdhva Dhanurasana. On the inhale, push down into hands and feet to rise up. Exhale, one, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale, exhale, five, good, chin to the chest, slowly release down. Second time, place the hands and place the feet on the inhale, go ahead and lift all the way up. Exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, Exhale, four, you can do it, inhale, exhale, five, chin to chest, slowly release down. Okay, last times, place the hands and feet, get ready. Inhaling, lift all the way up. Exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five, good, chin to the chest. Slowly release down. Good, hug the knees into the chest. Good. Take the knees over to the left side of the body as you look to the right, arms out into a T. Good. Bring the knees all the way up to the center of the chest and then take the knees the other way. Bring the knees all the way up to the center of the chest and then come on up to a seated position. Stretch both legs forward out in front of you. Flex the feet and fold forward. 
Paschimottanasana. Lift all the way up to a seated position and then set up for shoulder stand practice or you can take legs up the wall. If you'd like to take a variation in your shoulder stand, you're welcome to. If you're taking any variations, start to wrap them up. And then uh, start to come into plow pose, halasana. 
And then from plow pose, slowly start to roll onto the back. And take fish pose, Matsyasana, crown of the head to the floor. chin to the chest and slowly release down and then set up for Shavasana.
or to deepen the breathing. Start to bring some movement into the body. Gathering the knees into the chest. Roll towards the right hand side and come on up to a seated position for meditation practice. Consistent meditation practice is the place where we can really uncover the layers of the mind and then by, by doing so, uh, come closer to a self-understanding and a self-reliance and a clarity of mind. So just start by watching the breath. And do your best to observe without judgment anything that comes up that's not the breath.
Thank you all so much for coming to class this morning and for all of your hard work and attention. Namaste. Thanks again. Have a good rest of your Saturday.